Welcome to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where we will eventually watch all of the Disney movies on Disney Plus and probably some others we find along the way. Um, I am Steven, and I'll watch a thousand movies before I let this podcast die. I'm Nero, and you put that podcast back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> um, yes, today uh, we watched Monsters, Inc., and due to... Uh, circumstances, it is just the two of us for today. Uh, that's really all I got as far as intro. <laughs> yeah, so Monsters, Inc. Let me, let me, let me, let me open up the, the Wikipedia well, here. Um. What was it, 2001, I keep wanting to say? Yeah, 2001, July 7th, hey! 2001. There we go. Or, excuse me, that was, no, that's the premiere date for, uh, it, was, it came to theaters in October, uh, in November oh. of 2001. July was the, the premiere of that uh, that Disney Plus series. Oh, um, yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, is this the third Pixar movie? I think so. Sounds right. It's Toy Story, Bugs Life, Monsters, Inc. I believe. Okay. And... So this is still, you know, th- I think the th- the main thing with Monsters Inc. that they really wanted to show off was <laughs> their fur technology. Yeah. Oh my God! Didn't they 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 wrote like a new program just for just to manage Sully's fur, right? Yes. And to be fair, the fur the fur still looks pretty good. I yeah, think holds up all right. There are definitely bits of this movie that show their age but there are other bits that look uh just fine like it's uh it looks pretty good for a 2001 pixar movie um honestly some of the uh some of the i've been i started watching the show some of the character designs look a little <laughs> look a little better in this um one the the dude they have at the beginning sneaking into the bedroom for practice they have him in a few uh background shots in the show and he huh. just his face just looks like tired is really the best way i can describe him monsters inc lost the best animated feature oscar to shrek jeez in 2001 (laughs) but it won for best original song i don't even remember the song yeah oh it's the credit song i didn't if i didn't have you okay yeah yeah yeah. it's an all right song but it's not super memorable was there are there no other movies with songs in them in 2001? If it's a fine I song. I don't know about the best original song. Yeah. Most of all, I guess everything else that year was doing like Shrek and just using existing stuff. I guess. So this movie is basically the uh, Pixar attempt to make a, a workplace buddy comedy. Um, I mean, yeah. I suppose I should talk a bit about the voice talent in this movie. Yeah, because there are quite uh, a few people in here. Obviously, you got John Goodman uh, as Sully. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Um, he's, he does a good job here. Billy Crystal as Mike Wazowski, yeah. who I think was a much bigger name in 2001 than he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen anything with him in a while. Um, <laughs> Steve Buscemi as Randall. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Bonnie Hunt um, as the uh, manager lady at the beginning? Yes, Bonnie Hunt as uh, Miss Flint, who is who's at the That's very beginning it. there. 
Uh, we got James Coburn as Henry J. Waternoose. And he's he is a like old school television actor. I uh, Okay. Ooh, this uh, movie came out a year before his death. Oh dang. So he he was he was getting up there in years when he when he made this movie. But uh no? he yeah, he uh We got uh we got Jennifer he, Tilly as um Celia and yep. an actual toddler voicing Boo. I thought that was the case. Uh, Frank Oz is in the mix as uh, Randall's sidekick. Fungus. Okay. Um, and of course, it's a it's a Pixar movie, so we gotta get John Ratzenberger in there somewhere. He's the Yeti in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, this is a it is a good. They mostly stuffed this full of character actors, which I think if you're going to get a movie with uh celebrity voice actors i would prefer it yeah as opposed to just shoving people into it yeah yeah um i think the most egregious one i still remember is is putting taylor swift in that uh was that epic or whatever the fuck that fairy movie was called i I don't know i never did see that but probably it it looks very ugly i believe colin firth was also in that i don't know i think um, so yeah, Monsters, Inc. I think the, fir- the, the first thing that strikes me is the uh, in, uh, beginning credits here, which look a lot like, uh, they they very much remind me of the, like, UPA animation style, the, the, the studio behind uh, Gerald McBoingboing and Rudy Toot Toot, and a lot of, yeah. like, kind of <clears throat> experimenting with minimalism in... Uh, in animation back in the 50s. Oh, okay, yeah. And, yeah, they do a really good job. I like the opening credits on this one a lot, The opening actually. credits are great. I don't really know if it fits the mood of the rest of the film, but it's a very eh. good uh, piece of animation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got that going at the very least. And let me, let me just uh, scroll in from where I ranked Monsters, Inc. on my list just now, because I forgot to do that after Ooh. I finished it. Um, you know... And so as we as we open here and we get the like the uh, the first scare scene, which turns out to be a, a, a training exercise, <laughs> I will say Pixar was getting better and modeling mm-hmm. humans from Toy Story. They weren't all the way there yet. Not not quite, but um, yeah. I mean, although to be fair, this kid is supposed to be fake, so I guess it works. I guess, better. but the only other human you see is Boo, and they, it's clear they put a lot more time into making her cute. Uh, oh than yeah, this kid. So, it. But even then, she still looks kind of off. Uh, she looks way more realistic than the monsters do. Yeah, she's like in a different art. Which I guess you know, if you if you're trying to portray someone from a, another world going into another one, uh, that's one way to do it. You just like put the portray them in different art styles. But I feel like it was more of a limit of technology. But yeah, basically the high concept of this movie, if you hmm. somehow don't know, is uh, mon- the monster world exists, and they run all of their electricity off of captured human screams <clears throat> yeah the screams of children sure is a thing i guess uh-huh and <laughs> uh there's a you know it's the, the the there's a myth 
of human children being extremely toxic to monsters. Uh, I suppose to stop the very thing that happens in this movie from happening. You know, this no. this movie really is about uh, switching to clean energy when you think about it. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, and so yeah, so this is where we get the first scene of the the scare training, uh, where this guy just bumbles around and falls flat on his ass. And this is definitely this is a a, a foreshadowing for what happens later in the at the end of the movie. Where it turns out that laughter is, is stronger than screams. In fact, we see this guy, uh, this this particular trainee later, picking uh, jacks out of his ass just as he is in uh, the beginning. Yeah. So clearly yeah, much he's, more he's suited. In, he's in the show, too, as one of their jokesters. And it looks like this. he just decided, you know what, that's going to be my routine. Because every time it shows him, he's got a ball and a bunch of jacks. Yes. And so we, uh, we we transition over to uh, Mike and Scull, uh, Sully. They are hanging out in their apartment, getting ready for work. Um, Sully is working out. He's getting buff. Mike is basically <laughs> his, his, his coach. Um, you know, twins in bunk beds, and then he does the, the, the scaring. Up. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, the up, good. down, up, down. Yeah. Scary feet, scary feet, scary feet is just always very fun to watch. And uh, then, but then Mike stops and says, like, "Oh shit! The 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 commercials on. The commercials on uh, because they made a commercial for uh, Monsters Inc." And oh my god! One of the best running gags in this movie. It's a classic. The uh, the the sheer joy that Mike has about being on TV, despite the fact that every time he is on a cover or a commercial, his face is covered by something because he is <laughs> yeah, just a. Orb. My, Mike's character design, yeah, is if you took a bowling ball and slapped arms and legs on it, and yeah, he's orb. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, the Monsters Inc. logo just fades right in and covers his face because not only is he orb, he is short. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like I think maybe knee high on Sully. Yes, and and Sully upon seeing is like, oh man, Mike, I'm so sorry. But Mike is just elated still, um, which is another very funny bit of the joke. I, I love I the best the thing that really sells it is like his mom immediately calling and her also being so excited. Yes, it is it is quite good. And so yeah, they're walking to work. We we glimpse uh, Mike's cool car of uh, like which was the only time subject. I think we ever see it. Which is the subject of a short, I believe. Um, well, that's the thing, is I think it's a different car in the short. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we just see monsters going about their day-to-day lives. You know, the, a lot of my notes, once again, when you have a, a very gag-based movie like yeah. this, are a bit light. Because, I mean, I, I don't want to just sit here and explain all of the just just say all of the visual gags that happen but i do like the the blob falling through the grate that's pretty good yeah that's always very fun to watch um the kids using one kid's tongue as like a jump rope um, yes their neighbor that for... you only see his eye poking through yes the uh the the huge godzilla figure who apparently uh speaks chicken yeah <laughs> sure i guess um this is this is one thing I'll talk about more whenever we do the prequel Monsters University because I feel like they dropped the ball in on it in that one. But one thing I love about Pixar in this one is just the attention to detail in terms of how all the different size and shape monsters are able to fit into their world. 
Yeah. Like, they've got neighbors that are, like, a couple inches high, and their door is still exactly the right size for them. Sully's chair has a cutout for his tail to poke through when he's sitting down. It's just a bunch of stuff like that that, again, I'll bring up more whenever we do Monsters University, because I feel like they didn't do it quite as much there. Well, in general, I definitely feel like Pixar has suffered Disneyfication in the <sighs> in, in late years, where it has become yeah. extremely formulaic and like any like I didn't watch Onward because I didn't care to, but like everything I saw from that movie, just like this doesn't look like a Pixar movie. Like, yeah, I I watched Onward obviously, and I did like it overall. But, like, they've gotten to the... You used to really be able to tell the difference between, like, a Pixar movie and a Disney yeah. movie. And Onward almost just feels like it could have been either one to watch. Like, like, it's still a good movie overall, but, yeah. Specifically, I think Pixar has developed a house style. Yeah. Which I think is kind of antithetical to what they were all about earlier, where they were all just all about making very different movies every time. But now, it's like, a lot of Pixar character designs look extremely similar. Even a non-human character, like a lot of the, like, souls from Soul. And that's another thing, I I fucking hate uh, all of these one-word titles that that, uh, Pixar has now. It's just like, Onward, Soul. Yeah, it sure is a thing. It's like... They... They did well with Brave, and then realized, and then decided that's the part. Yeah, they're, they're keeping that bit from Brave, and just like one words only. Um, but yeah, this is still early Pixar. This is uh, they still had a bit of that spark, um, and so yeah, we 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 kind of follow them into Monsters Inc. proper here. Uh, there is. Uh, yeah, so, so as, as Mike goes to talk to his girlfriend, the receptionist Celia, we get a little bit of an interaction with Waternoose and Sully, I believe, here. Yeah. Um, and we kind of just get the, the, Who the is, like... like, very these... clearly kind of like a, uh, not literal thought, like, not literally supposed to be his dad or anything, obviously, but, like, a very clear, like, father figure. Yeah, like a mentor. Sully, just in the way they interact. Yeah. Um... And he, it's clear Sully looks up to him a lot, and 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 he, uh, we we get a little, a few clues every now and then uh, through through newspapers and such, where like there's an energy crisis approaching uh, Monstropolis here. Um, yeah, that's the reason they were uh, walking to work. Was Sully said there's a screen shortage, so don't bother using your car. Yes, they are they are uh, walking to work. Uh, because they don't have enough screams. Yeah, screams are getting harder to come by because, um, as as Water News, I believe, says, you know, kids kids are getting harder to, to scream these days. Um, or kids are getting harder to scare these days. The, uh, the millennials are killing the screaming industry. <laughs> if they could figure out a way to can existential dread, they could start aiming for college kids. Oh God! Yeah, that's that's a whole. That doesn't really get you screams though. It kind of just gets you quiet sobbing. Um, yeah, right. So I don't think that that's quite as potent for energy purposes. Um, and so we, we kind of get this thing here where where Mike. So it's it's uh, I believe it's Celia's birthday, and so Mike yeah. surprises her with a date. 
out to a high-end sushi sushi restaurant named Harryhausen's, which is a cute little reference to, of course, Ray Harryhausen, famous stop yeah. animator, you know, Jason the Argonauts, Clash of the Titans, the original, not that fucking uh what 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 is that guy's name? Sam Oh, no, it's not Sam Wentworth. His name, I, I just know he's Sam, and he's an Australian who really, really struggles to not sound Australian in every movie. <laughs> oh, wait, is it uh, Sam Elliott? No, Sam Elliott is... The guy a, that a, the, conservatives the, keep putting on memes? No, that's... No, it's, uh, he's like a... He, hang on, let me, let me, he's the main guy in Avatar. Um, oh, well, of oh, course, uh, beloved Worthington? Disney property. Yes, Sam Worthington. That hey, hooray, Australian I remembered man. a detail about Avatar. Yeah, Sam Worthington, he was in that, that fucking terrible remake. Um, eh. No, I'm talking about the original one. You know, he, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cute reference to stop-motion legend Ray Harryhausen. Uh, I do, like, a lot of the monsters in this movie look so muppety in a fun way, especially <laughs> Sully. <laughs> they do a little... The the yeah, eyes oh my God. on Sully are so muppety. So this is when we're getting ready to scare, and the scare floor is opening up. We see all of the uh, we see Roz here. Zowski, you forgot to file your paperwork. God, that um, does remind me. Um, I don't think I played it much, but back in the day, there was a Game Boy Advance. Um, Monsters Inc. tie-in game. The only thing I remember of it is that one of the levels is you like playing as Sully and going back and trying to like platform around and find Mike's paperwork. I love because that, that was love... a, they decided that was a crucial detail. Yeah, I love the uh, specifically a lot of the old GBA tie-ins where they were all just like these these shitty two D platforms. They're like, ah, uh, let's take this part from the movie and and make it a platforming segment um, because why not because fuck you because they were just they were just throwing it they were just throwing that shit out there um yeah really and so yeah this is where we get our, our scaring montage you know we we see all the scarers come out they get their their badass slow motion walk as you do um and and again credit to something pixar i think or doesn't seem to do these days is how they used to like make outtakes for their movies because there's a version of this where like sully trips and just causes everyone to accidentally pile on top of him because they don't stop in time well i think that one that one might be not be on the disneyfication picture i think that's just how that outtakes have gone out of style that's Um, also true i do miss them though yeah, and so you, uh, the, you, you, this is where you know we got our scare montage. We see all the all the scarers, you know, putting their teeth in, getting their spikes out. Yeah, uh, Randall, one guy um, has a completely blank face and puts his eyes in for the job, which yes. does make me wonder how he gets around the rest of the time. Echo location. Um, I guess. Yeah, we, we were also introduced to Randall earlier in the locker room, uh, I believe, and Randall is like. He is uh, uh, like a reptilian guy. He can fucking... He's like a chameleon. Um, and he is Sully's rival. He is, he is gonna... Surpa- he's gonna break that scare record one way or another. Um, and so he is constantly trying to outdo Sully. Yeah. 
uh, during this montage. But Sully just Sully's just getting those screams. He's he is good at it. He is good at scaring kids. <laughs> Hooray! I guess that's yeah. But eventually, uh, someone comes back through the door with a sock. With uh, Georgie, I believe his name is, comes back through the door yeah. with a sock on his back. Uh, oh another God, very I, good man. Another very good running gag is is this guy getting the CDA call at him, the Child Detention Agency. Um, another pretty good joke. Where. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very good because his assistant is like, me and Georgie, we're just like brothers. We're. we're we're uh, uh, the the world's best team. Then he sees this sock and just immediately narks on him. Um, like, don't think he even finishes his sentence. No, he doesn't. This is where the CDA uh, flies in. I love these guys' designs yeah, so much. Such a good scene with all of them just bursting in. There's so many, you know. There's like so many of these. It's like there's uh there's visors. A lot of these visors are in like weird places. Yeah. There's a guy whose air hose is on the top of this gigantic backpack. Like yeah. we never see under these yellow jumpsuits, but I just they're they're such cool uh cool designs. And yeah, they 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 grab they they grab the They sock. get a hold of poor George. Yeah, they 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 grab they get a hold of poor <laughs> George. They grab the sock, put it under a like Heart like a like a fucking thing you would put over a grenade or a bomb you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna detonate. Um, and they do and they then, detonate the sock. They just fucking blow it up and and turn it into ash. They yeah. screw that. They screw this metal plate into the ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then after that, George's like, "Ooh, thanks, guys." But then they they are, they're not done. They have to decontaminate him. They completely shave him. And put a cone around his neck. I know. This poor man. Now, I had a bunch of Monsters, Inc. figures when I was a kid. I don't remember how I got Ooh. them. But, and I don't remember, I don't think they were Happy Meal toys because they were, like, good. Um, okay. <laughs> they were, like, high-quality figures. They all came with a door. Uh, and I, I, so I had, I had the Yeti. I had Georgie. And I had a couple of CDA agents, I think. Um, and then I distinctly remember those. They were like, I don't know, maybe they were. I don't. Th- I don't think they were Happy Meal toys. Though. They were pretty big. I don't like. These are just things that that drift into my childhood, and I never really questioned what they are or why they were here. I, I don't think right. I even. I liked Monsters Inc. as a kid, but I wasn't like a huge fanatic of it. Yeah, that's. Um... I had I had like a handful of Hercules merch, which basically same same thing. Like it was all right, but I don't remember like bugging my parents for stuff on it. Yeah, uh, this is also this is where uh, Water News comes up to talk about how uh, you know people kids don't get scared like they used to. This is where we get the like the clip of like yeah, kids are watching all sorts of fucked up things on TV. It's getting harder to scare them with good old fashioned monster tactics. Um, yeah. yeah, this is this is where Water News basically says millennials are killing the scare industry. Um, and he's like, Sully, I need you to come help with this fucking seminar, this the scare seminar, because I gotta tell you, Sully, these these new these new scare trainees, they're fucking terrible. They're just I don't know awful. shit, Sully. 
They need they need a real scare. There's also uh, there there is also a bit of foreshadowing where he is extremely uh, annoyed to see the CDA there. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you. I mean, yes, it's very disruptive. I don't know why you're like, oh, who called the CDA? I don't want their. I don't want them sniffing around. Why is that? Um, she got going on water news, and like, yeah, but I'll, anytime he talks about why we gotta we gotta solve stuff, it's always for the good of the company, not Monstropolis needs power. It's always the company. Yes, he specifically says this company has been in his family, so water news is old money, and he yeah. is yeah he is he is the fucking shitty capitalist who who will who will. Uh, fight tooth and nail to keep his goddamn company instead of innovating anything at all. Um, He does go to get some coffee, I think, out of this machine. (laughs) It looks very thick and sludgy. So maybe it's like mud. Oh my god, yeah, a hot cup of mud. Um, Yeah, so he uh, Sully promises he's gonna gonna stop by to, to help out at this scare seminar. Um, I think one of the one of the places that this movie suffers in terms of aging well, uh, the lighting. The lighting eh. makes or breaks these models, right? Because you're in this office, so a lot of those scenes are gonna be lit with flat fluorescence. Yeah, and those are always where the models look the worst. Um, cause yeah, because there are they look fine. In like at Sully's house or Harryhausen's or in the like creepy yeah. underbelly of the of the factory, but whenever you're actually on the factory floor or in the offices, it uh, it it really doesn't. It's really very not flattering. Yeah, no, Sully's a really good example for it because there are so many scenes where it's under that like flat fluorescent uh, factory lighting where you can tell he's like a solid model and then like. A bunch of hairs just kind of sticking off of it. Yes. So, yeah, they, uh, so uh, the mic, uh, they're getting ready. You know, Mike's got his big date. So he's just going to go home and work out. And Mike's like, guess. Oh, more, more to life than, than scaring. Right. You know, he's trying to encourage Sully to get, get a better those gains, work-life Mike. balance. He, he, Sully really does need a better work-life balance, but not, not as much as another character, but we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, but yeah, so, but it turns out Mike once again forgot to file his paperwork because he's bad at his job. Um, yep. but Sully offers, cause he's a good, he's a good pal, a good buddy. Sully, you know, takes the phone's like, I'll go file those for you, Mike. I'll, or, 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 I forgot to file those Roz. I'll just yeah, you know, we, stay. Which we do also find out somewhere in here that like, the reservation was actually set up by him because I guess Mike probably just couldn't get it, but Sully is like a semi celebrity. Yes, because Sully is like big man on campus here, now, uh, big man on workplace campus. We aren't talking about man. Monsters University yet. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he 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 manu- he used some connections to get him in. Uh, yeah, because there's no way Mike is gonna be able to get a spot at fucking Harry House. Are you kidding me? Hell no. So, yeah. So the, the uh, Sully kind of goes back to uh, to find the paperwork. There's there's a lot of Mike tells him the process for all of this uh, 
paperwork. It's like, listen, uh, Goldenrod goes to Roz. Fuchsia goes into purchasing. Uh, Puce, just just don't touch Puce. And, yeah, and, and Sully is like, the hell? What is Puce? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. And then he picks up the paperwork. He's like, oh, that's Puce. I think Puce is like a an ugly green. I guess. Yeah. Um, but while he's over doing that, he notices that uh, one of the there's a door in one of the scare bays. He's like, "Well, what is this?" Um, oh, it's a dark red, I guess. Oh, a dark red. I'd say it, similar to I think vermilion. Uh, I always hear that, and I think that must be a red. But I think vermilion is green. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Puce vermilion, seems yeah, like vermilion to green. me, but. I guess it's a red. Um, hmm. So yeah, there's a there's a door in the scare bay. It's not supposed to be. It's after hours. Yeah. Um, this is where we see Randall is doing some after work shit to seemingly get his numbers up. Of course, we learn what else he, what he's actually doing with all these scare canisters later. But that's what it looks like, and. I gotta tell you, there's nothing more pathetic than doing overtime on your own for your company. Randall, get a fucking life. <laughs> Dude, for real, though. Oh, my God. Um, Which, the after-hours aspect of this is very odd to me, because there are always kids sleeping somewhere, so it feels like there should be, like, a, a factory that's always night, going. An, yeah, like a night team. Maybe there's another scare floor that's, like, the night team. I um, guess so. Yeah, okay, yeah, in the lobby we do see, like, fucking um, signs, like, scare floors A through B, or A through C, stuff like that. Yeah, so presumably this is this one that is closed. This one is, like, Eastern Seaboard. You know, there's a scare floor for uh, for every time zone. <laughs> and so, yeah, we see Randall, but uh, Sully, like, opens the door, because he's curious. Uh, doesn't it's see anything. Same. I would have. He gets tangled up in some stuff. I think at some point this is where we meet Boo. I think she appears behind him um, after he opens the yes. door. Yeah, he looks around and sees and it's empty. Fast. And she's yes. like messing with his tail. <laughs> Kitty! Um, yeah, Boo is not scared of him at all. Uh, he is very no. scared of her. So shenanigans ensue. <laughs> Sully yeah, oh my is God, desperately yeah. trying to get this kid back into the room. It will not work. This kid will not leave him alone. He gets tangled up in like a bunch of mobiles and blankets, which he later stashes in a locker that we later, in a great we'll find out, yeah. find out, is Georgie's. Yeah, um, and, oh my God. It's he, he tries to flush it first. <laughs> Sully, what which, the surprise, fuck? surprise, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> what flush. What the fuck, Sully? What is wrong with you? Um, he's he he's a stressed. big guy. He's used to more powerful toilets. I guess he must be. He was just very stressed. Like, wow, this this will flush. It's a fucking mobile, and an entire blanket. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so this is where we we kind of get him. He, <laughs> Randall almost discovers them as he's walking back, but he doesn't. Uh, there's, there's several times where it's like, oh yeah, Randall has no peripheral vision because he's like a weird chameleon. Um, or he's, and he, he like stops for a minute and it, it, it seems like he's about to turn around and see Sully hiding behind this door. <laughs> but yeah. But then he just has to sneeze. 
So Sully shoves the kid into a duffel bag (laughs) and uh, runs to get Mike's help. We see Harryhausen's. It's it's looking like a fine establishment. It's hopping. Mike is really putting the moves on Celia here. And then Sully barges in. There's, there's, there's like, you know, you know, I said, you know, someone asked me who the most beautiful monster in Monstropolis is. You know what I said, Celia? And she's like, what? I said, Sully, because Sully has like slammed his face <laughs> yeah. against the window. Um, and he, he barges in, he shoves himself into the, the booth that they're sitting at. And Celia is not happy about this interrupting. Yeah her birthday date and neither is mike but quickly mike realizes that things are very wrong because sully's like yeah uh human child a kid, here, kid i got a kid in a duffel bag and then uh-oh the duffel bag is empty um, oh i will say very good joke right before sully showed up and again this is like one of those cool attention to detail like paying attention to their world things um celia's hair is a bunch of live snakes Yes. And she's talking about, she's thinking of getting a haircut, and it shows two of the snakes just freak out, like, wait a minute. Yes, I believe the snakes are also kissing Mike uh, at a, at another point in the movie. and uh, Yeah, along that, one, with that one's toward the end. Yes. And so, yeah, so this is where we, then Boo reveals herself to the uh, the patrons of Harryhausen's and all hell breaks loose. God. The CDA is called... Uh, it's just a fucking nightmare. Sully and Mike have to get this kid out of there. And it's, 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 everyone in the restaurant gets taken in for decontamination by the CDA. Yeah, Um, we don't know what the full process involves, but we do see an explosion behind them. We know it involves a neck cone. That's, that's common for everything, including a neck cone for each of Celia's individual snakes. Yeah, that is, Uh, to be fair, kind of cute, though. There is uh, a a news report where one of, one of these guys. Oh my god! Says the the, the it tri- I tried to run from him, but it picked me up with his mind powers and shook me like a doll. It flew over me and zapped me with its laser vision. It blew up a car. Yeah, it's like it. wild shit. Um, so they we see this and then we cut back we, we kind of pull out from the tv and reveal that we're in mike and sully's apartment and it is just pure chaos they're trying to wrangle this toddler they're still under the impression that it's toxic so they're yeah. wearing protective mike is wearing like oven mitts and shit and like a like a colander on his head and they're just you know they're doing they once again shenanigans ensue as they're just like attempting to get this kid under control um yeah which it's a toddler even if you are willing to touch them ain't always easy and uh so they eventually kind of bribe her with mike's old stuffed animal um which (laughs) mike snatches away from her yeah which was 100 percent not mike's idea that sully did that (laughs) yeah sully did that mike was not behind it at all but uh mike mike snatches away from her and this inspires Boo to start screaming and crying, which of course makes the uh, the power flicker, and the yeah. lights get brighter. And you know, so they're like, "Well, we need to not do that. We need to not cause a power surge, uh, or else the CDA will be on our asses." So they give her the bear Luckily, back and do something to laugh, make her laugh, and then <laughs> it turns out the, the girl appreciates physical comedy, which is good. Yes, 
Uh, yeah, because I think Mike like there's a lot of Mike doing a lot of slapstick uh, for the even yeah. though clearly his true passion lies in stand up and never works. Um, yeah, and so the Boo appreciates physical comedy. Uh, this inspires a laugh out of her, and, and then all of the lights go out. Like the a, a gigantic power surge hits the entire building. Yeah, it looks like it spreads to the whole fucking block, if I remember right. Yeah, like, it ever, it's just a blackout, which is, uh, interesting. Hmm. So, they are back to Monsters, Inc. Their plan is they're just gonna get the card Rand, uh, that Randall used to summon the door and just bring the door back and put her on through, and they have disguised her as a monster with a, a cute yeah, little she, suit. She looks better... In comparison yeah. to the rest of the world now, than she was herself. Yeah, I think this was maybe their fix to have this little suit where they could cover her head a lot of the time. Didn't have yeah. to worry about modeling all of it. Um, yeah, so you know we get we get running into Water Noose, who's like uh, Sully is like, oh, this is my cousin's sister's daughter, and Mike yes. says it's bring your obscure relative to work day. <laughs> uh, Water News is like, well, I, I didn't get that memo, but I guess that's true. Uh, yeah. Just a reminder, Sully, you gotta get to that that scare uh, that scare seminar. He's like, uh, I'm kind of busy, but Water News doesn't listen. He gets no, pulled away like, by the all. CDA. The CDA is all over the place. By the way, they are crawl they're, they're just crawling on the walls in Monsters Inc. Uh, someone gets like pinged for contaminants, and they get tackled. One of them does like a flying drop kick on this guy. Oh, jeez, <laughs> pretty good. Um, but yeah, so it's it, they 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 really have to be careful about uh, you know Boo, which is bad because obviously the girl is is just having a great time and exploring all over the place and bothering people. Of course, we uh we see we see Celia. She is pissed, very pissed at Mike. Um, for good reason. But, yeah. of course, Mike can't tell her what actually happened. So, you know. Um, and then we, we get... So Mike is going to go try to get the door. And Sully is in the bathroom uh, with with Boo here. And, and <laughs> she's doing the potty dance. And Sully, yeah. Sully and Mike don't know what that is. Or is and Sully's like, oh, well, look at you. You're just doing a happy little dance. It almost looks like uh. you've got to... Oh. Oh. <laughs> and we get this good scene where she's going to the bathroom and singing a nonsense song. Um, I, d- I didn't figure it out for myself. It was when I was looking at trivia for her. Apparently, she's humming, I guess, like, two-year-old version of um, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, they did get like the 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 accurate toddler babble uh, with with you know having a real toddler in there, so that that works out very well. It's ju- there's just enough real words in there that you can kind of tell sort of what's going on, but not really at all. Eh. Um, they're just in a random order and used with no knowledge of what the words actually mean. So. You know, obviously Sully's getting attached to this kid, which Mike is not happy about. Mike just wants this kid out of the fucking way, right? Because Randall is also sniffing around, along with the CDA. Sometimes literally, it seems like. 
Yes. Um, I think... Yeah, and it's revealed that Randall was Boo's scarer, assigned scarer. Um, yeah. And she is very afraid of him. So I, this is when he comes into the uh, the bathroom, I think, with Fungus. They're talking about, like, you know, don't say shit. We, we don't know shit about fuck. Got it, Fungus? Do not. What do you mean? We shouldn't talk about our evil plan? Yeah. Like- fungus is panicking. He's like, we got the door. We are the ones who were there overnight. We had the door. It's our it's our door. It's our assigned human, Randall. And he's just like, you do not. You shut the fuck up. Um, but then he hears something. I think he hears boo. Uh, so he just starts kicking in stalls. Uh, because Sully and, <laughs> and it, boo are hiding. Yeah, it does the thing where, like, because this isn't obviously the only time this is ever done. But it's a gag I love so much where when he finally does hit their door, He's distracted, looking away, so he misses it, but just keeps yes. going. There's, yeah, there's another extremely good one where like, the door swings open to reveal Sully hiding there. Um, so they, uh, they, they hurry down to the scare floor. Mike is there. And um, he is just, he's just ready to get rid of this kid. Um, <laughs> so much so that, yeah, he, he could not find the card for her door. So he just grabbed one. Um, and he's like, all right, got our door. And he pulls up like a fucking wooden door. And Mike is like, it's our Sully's like, that's not her door. Um, yeah. I swear there's says, like well, polka music playing. From yeah, it there's fucking polka music. And he's like, what does it matter? It sounds like a great time in there. Come on, kid, get in there. Um, and this is where Mike starts freaking out. And this is where, of course you put now put that thing back where it came from. Or so help me comes from God. Um, where they cover it, where they cover it, because obviously Mike's screaming that in the middle of the scare floor has drawn everyone's attention, and they cover yeah, it. Yeah, over over, over the course of the movie, I think Mike, I think Mike might be an idiot. <laughs> he, oh, he definitely is. He's not very bright at all. Um, he has only gotten as far as he has because he has attached himself to Sully. Yeah. <clears throat> so they make up some bullshit excuse about how they're doing a uh, uh, a play called put that thing back where it came from or so help me but uh <clears throat> yeah no they 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 are going around mike goes to actually get her card her door cord and is uh, cornered by randall who threatens him and but they come to an understanding because sort of uh, when when mike mentions that he was after uh, in after hours cheating randall at first is like cheating what the hell are you talking about then he realizes what he's talking about and says oh Okay, we should definitely keep yes. this between us. I, I was cheating. I was cheating. I, you know, it's about to be on lunch. No one's going to be on the scare floor. I will get her door in the bay. You bring the kid there. Put her back. We get, we, we send the door off. And, and no one is any the wiser. So that's, that's my explain. Meanwhile, Sully uh, has... <laughs> Is trying to find a place to stash the kid. She gets suckered into going along with a. Uh, she she was hiding in a in a trash uh, can. She she like gets away from him, hiding. Yeah, in a this trash is where can. they get separated. Yeah, she hiding ends in a trash up... can. Sully's looking for him. Uh, she goes with a like little like a baby tour group. Yeah, and this is where we get some of the best shit. Um, oh my! Uh, so like every every reaction shot for Sully, in, it's in incredible. So yeah, Sully 
sees because one of her the eyes on her costume falls off, so he sees the eye in the fucking in the in the trash can. The trash gets put in the compactor. He runs down there, and, and it's just yeah, it's just like the ever escalating things that the trash compactor has. There's a slice. There's a squish. There's a big roller. Yeah, there's fire. I think. There's fire at some point, and every every reaction image is just slowly making another insane face. It's just like, uh, oh, so we're to pick up this fucking cube. (laughs) I know, which would be huge regret if we did not mention um, Pogsters Inc. at least once in this podcast. Yeah, Pogsters Inc. Yeah, but Sully does Pog. (laughs) Uh, It was it's supposed to be him going like, oh no, but it definitely it just it just looks like a Pog. Um, Looks so much like it. So, <laughs> which he is—he's—he's he's wandering around with this cube for I gotta feel like a good half hour or so. Yeah, other people have seen him crying over this sure. cube, and and Mike finds him. There's your so What the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, "Boo got crushed in the trash compactor." And then uh, ooh, like I, can I can still hear her, her voice. voice, Kitty. Well, that's weird. I can hear it too. Um, yeah, so she's Here's fine. She was just with the. Yeah, she was just with the kids. At so at some point, she laughs and causes another power surge. Um, probably some other painful slapstick that Mike does. Yeah, some kid bites his hand and he screams, and she's yes. like, "Ha ha! Funniest shit I've ever seen." Um, yeah. So this is when we get the brick joke of Georgie opening his locker and all of the fucking human stuff falling on him, and getting the CDA called him and called on him again. Um. So, Mike tells Sully about the plan. Sully is immediately skeptical. suspicious. Yeah, because it's he's Randall. met Randall at least once. Randall is literally a snake and will do anything to get ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, they're 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 going. Uh, something, some shit. I was looking away for a moment, so some shit happens where everything gets mixed up. Mike gets captured instead of the kid. Yeah, they they don't trust it, and Mike is like, all right, fine, I'll show you it's safe. So he goes into her room and starts jumping on the bed, and I guess he is roughly boo-sized, so I guess it's dark enough that Randall couldn't tell, and he captures Mike instead. Yep, and so Mike is is captured, so they they gotta follow Randall down to the fucking maintenance, like, shaft. They find (sighs) a secret door. Like there's pipes. This this is some serious yeah. shit. Yeah, I I swear when when Boo opens up this hole in the wall, like it sounds like the little girl voicing her. It just sounds. I made it a hole. Yes. Some Resident Evil shit going on here. Um, God. So this is where Randall's plan is revealed. He's he's going to create a new innovation in in scare technology, and he's created Which? these scare. The Scream Extractor. Which, I guess, in fairness, it is a new innovation in scare technology. Holy shit. It's a terrifying, gigantic piece of machinery with a face mask that goes over the the human face to uh, to literally just suck the screams out of you. Um, and, yeah, it's scary looking we see what effect it has later thankfully not on mike who who is in the chair um they they break mike out of there they swap him in with fungus while uh randall is distracted by sully and boo when he gets back we see 
I hate, I hate the puffy lips. This stream. Oh my god, I hate it so much. So bad. It, fun, fungus is like a deep red, and it turns his entire body to solid white, except for his lips, which are now four times their size. It's gigantic and bright red. It's so it's bad. It's bad to look at. I'm glad we it. only see it once. Yeah. Uh. It so while fungus they're running, up so much that he's voiced by a different person in the show. <laughs> so they are. They're running from Randall, obviously, and they eventually end up accidentally in yeah. the scare seminar uh, that they were going to. Uh, and Waternoose is just like, oh, thank you. Uh, you're here. Finally here, Sully. Uh, and Sully is just like, no, I, I'm busy. I can't. I don't. I can't scare this fucking robot kid right now. <laughs> um, but Waternoose is like, oh, come on. Just, just, just a quick, give Do us it. a quick roar at least. Do uh, it. So he does. Which Ooh, fuzzy man fucking terrifies Boo. Ugh. Yeah, just like it's well, it's very scary. So Boo goes to hide in a corner, and yeah. as Sully goes to try and comfort her, he looks up and sees all of the different angles of his face. And then in, in the corners of one of these screens, he can see Boo staring up at him, completely terrified. Um, he's like, "Oh, I've been doing that to the kids this the whole time." Oh, huh? Weird. Um. <laughs> scaring kids is bad to them yep so they uh, eventually waternoose they tell they tell waternoose about randall's extracurricular activities um and reveal the kid to him and, and you know he he seems remarkably unfaced um well, you know, he does. There's a lot of like double meaning. It was like I, I, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do to protect. Yeah, a lot the of company. I never thought I, it would I, come to this. Yeah, yeah, we can't let more bad PR hit us. Um, and then you make it makes you think. Oh, he's talking about like firing Randall or whatever. No, like it says, it turns out he and Randall are working together on the Scream Extractor, and uh, actually, he's gonna keep the kid to uh, test the Scream Extractor on her. Um, which is quite a quite a quite a jump for Waternoose there into a into a real fucking piece of shit villain. Right. Um, yeah, this this movie sure hits different when you're not a little kid. Yeah. Watching it now, I was like, Oh yeah, this is like a fucking Oh. And so that he uh brings the door uh brings the door down saying that oh, I'll, I'll get you a door. Uh it's not it's not Boo's door, it's a metal like <laughs> slab gulag door um <laughs> and he uh he pushes sully and mike through it and exiles exiles them in the human world um so that's 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 for that yeah it's, it's the prestige it turns out the capitalist is bad weird can never be Who'd trusted so this is where the the relationship between mike and sully starts to get very strained because i mean sully Ruined his date with Celia, got them and exiled now, over this yeah, kid. Yeah, as far as as far as Mike knows, he'll never see like everyone he knows it, ever again. Yeah, they are they are stuck here forever. Because um, he he never really got attached to Boo the same way Sully did. Um, yeah. So this is where the abominable snowman shows up. Of course, as I said, voiced by Pixar regular John Ratzenberger. He was also the Caterpillar in Bugs Life. He's Ham in Toy Story. He's Mac in Cars. 
Yeah, all uh, of this stuff. He has he he has a very funny voice. Um, there's like one no, there are like two movies so far he hasn't been in for Pixar. I presumably he's getting he's getting up there in years. I mean, yeah. Well, he so he's in the show a couple of episodes, but he's not in Luca at all. He doesn't voice anybody in Soul, but they put a character in like a background that is like clearly modeled after him. Interesting. So. Sully is sulking, haha. Um, <laughs> while Mike is just yelling God damn at him, it. the abominable snowman, the Yeti, offers him some snow cones. They're yellow, but don't worry, it's just lemon. <laughs> yeah. Although later he says he's going to go outside to make more snow cones. So what's the truth? Yeah. Um, Which one is it, there, buddy? And yeah, so they, he tells them about this village down there, and there, there's probably a way you can get back in through one of the closets if you just wait for a yeah. Uh, this quote of his here is something that's always bugged me just because of the phrasing. Like, um, Sully asks him if there are kids, and he says, yeah, there are tough kids, sissy kids, kids that climb on rocks. Since we were doing this podcast episode, I decided to look it up, and apparently this is, like, matching up two quotes of an old hot dog commercial. What? That they're having him say. Yeah. Like, the, uh, what was the full quote? One sec. Yeah, there we go. Whatever the, in movies. They really fucking do. The original quote is fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox. Like our hot dogs, I guess. Yeah, I mean, presumably the fucking, like, boomers who wrote this movie remembered that goddamn <laughs> hot dog commercial and just put it in there as, a, as, a, as a goof. It's a brand I've never even heard of. Very Armor strange. hot dogs. Oh, yeah, I know about Armor Hot Dogs. Uh, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't. I don't know if they're around anymore. Um, might have <laughs> That'd lost be the, the Wiener Wars. <laughs> That'd be the best part to this whole thing, is if they are just gone now. So, yeah, Sully's going to go down there and, and get back into the, the monster world, but Mike is not coming with him. Mike is done with his shit. Um, so he goes out down there alone. Uh there is a, of course, the door he runs through is Georgie's. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> uh, and just, fuck it. I, is this the bit where he gets fed the fuck up and throws his assistant into the door and closes it behind yeah, him? Yeah, the guy, the guy tries to call another 2319 on him and he just grabs him and yeets him through the door. Good on you, Georgie. So, Sully is running... Trying to find the uh, the scare extractor thing again, right? Um, I believe yeah, he's fighting Randall. Randall finds him. He's, he's choking him out, right? Um, this is when Mike reappears. He came back. He he, he felt a little bad, so he's he, he's here to talk through things. And this is yeah. So he's like he's he's just sitting here. Yeah, uh, it's, it's this whole thing like Sully's trying to point. tell him I'm being attacked, and Mike's like, "No, I'm not attacking you. Yeah. I just feel like we need to I'm talk not this attacking out." You. <laughs> and he's got a snowball and he's just trying to talk through things but he thinks that sully who is literally just just being slammed repeatedly <laughs> against a metal wall uh is ignoring him so he throws a snowball it, it hits randall sully is able to see him and smack him in the face yeah um and mike is like oh that's what was happening oh what <laughs> randall so this is where we get into the the ending action scene. There's all these doors, which whips ass. I love this shit. It's so fucking um, good because they they manage to get Boo's door, but it gets pulled away. Uh, so they are going to ride the door like 
pulleys to find it. And this is where we get the uh, the gigantic door warehouse. Just just millions and billions of doors. Presumably, this is where most of the square footage of the Monsters, Inc. building lies. Yeah, it's got to be. Just storing all these doors. And all the while, Randall is pursuing them, um, trying to get this kid... So yeah, they're just they're they're they are hopping through doors. They end up in in they they realize that uh, they you know there's no way they're going to be able to climb down to Boo's door. So what they're going to do that they have Boo laugh, which causes a power sur- surge, which turns all the doors on. So they're just going to start portaling through doors. You know they go through France, Japan, a tropical yeah. island. A lot of really good gags with them just hopping in and out of the scenes here. Yes, and of course Randall is constantly pursuing them. Um, there's a bit where he knocks Sully down, and he has to climb into a door as he's falling. Yeah, pretty sick. Um, and they they eventually get to uh, they they eventually almost get to Boo's door. There, they are uh, cornered by Randall, who nearly knocks Sully off, but. Boo steps up, she grabs a fucking bat, and just starts going to town I know. on Randall. And again, I love the effect, because every time she hits him, he's, like, turning into different backgrounds that he's imitated recently. Yes. And uh, there's this cameo also includes a... Uh, uh, oh, not yet. That's at the end. But there's a Pixar ball in this movie, don't you worry. Um, oh, right. Gotta get it in there. So, yeah, no, she just beats the absolute shit out of Randall. <laughs> Um, I love it. And Sully's like, yeah, she's not afraid of you anymore, man. She, they, her adorable little two-year-old self even starts going, Rawr! Yes. They <laughs> grab Randall and throw him through a random door where yeah. he is presumably beaten to death with a shovel by these hicks. Yeah, this is where we get our Pizza Planet truck for the movie. Yes, uh, Pizza lands. Planet truck is there. Ma and alligator got in again. <laughs> <laughs> they just beat him with a shovel. Is he in the show? No. Okay, so no, presumably he is just dead. He is dead. Yeah. They no, they break the door too, don't they? They do. They break. They they fucking yeah. They fucking shred the door. I think or whatever. They they just drop it and break it. So yeah, he, that motherfucker's dead. He's he, he is got turned a into pelt. a rug or a purse or something. Yeah. He he is he's he's is a pair of shoes now. Um, there we go. So they uh, they are going to get Boo back, and, and the, but they're but they got to deal with Water Noose as well because now they know Water Noose is evil. So they hatch a, a prestige esque plan. Um, yeah, again, real good scene here. Yes. So they they go through a door. It's a, it's dark. Um, I think you see Sully tucking someone in. Uh, yeah, I think it's Boo, and oh, the, before this, there's a scene. I think they're trying to get something on. Uh, they're trying to turn something on, and and so it's like, you got to make Boo laugh. So Mike obliterates his balls on the the the, the, the door bar, uh, but she wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, come on, I'm not gonna do that twice. <laughs> I physically cannot now. So. Yeah, but they're 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 in this bedroom. Waternus comes in. This this is where he says, <laughs> "Kill a hundred kids 
I was uh, and before I let this company die. Basically, it's like, okay, man, all right, sure. Um, well. <laughs> yep, and that's when it's revealed. This whole thing was in the scare simu- like the scare simulator. Yeah, uh, they See, have... and this is how you do like a good quick twist. Yeah, which like as opposed to like a lot of the the twist endings that Pixar and Disney both have been trying to do, like. It's they, they do that like the third or fourth time they've been here. They've set this thing up as a thing for people to be watching. It didn't take a lot of setup, just tight camera shots for you to not quite know where they are yet. Yeah. And also, I mean, Water News is pretty heavily foreshadowed to be the, the actual villain of the movie, like all throughout it. Um, so it's not like he's an out of nowhere twist villain like some of them are, um, specifically Hans. I really feel like Hans comes out of nowhere. Maybe I'll feel differently if I ever rewatch Frozen, but I mean, no, I've rewatched it since, and I there's there's got to be a drop storyline or something there because hot damn, they, yeah, it really just feels like he comes out of nowhere and just I don't know. But Water News is pretty good; he's handled pretty well. Yeah, so uh, so he has been. Uh, they have multiple angles of him saying, "I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die." Yeah, um, and yeah, they uh, they get his ass. The CDA fucking arrests him, um, and it's revealed that the leader of the CDA has in fact been Roz this whole time. She is Agent One. Oh, oh, we have a guest. Yeah, Mia wandered in. Hello. <laughs> uh, so Roz has been Agent One this whole time. She was deep undercover for two years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because she knew there was something weird going on at Monsters, Inc. And she was right. So she basically allows them, yeah, you got five minutes. Say goodbye to the kid. We are going to shred the door. Uh, she knows too much. She can't be allowed back. So we get, we get the, the very emotional goodbye scene where, where someone <laughs> goes into her room. This is where we get the Jesse cameo. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's got a Jesse. She's got a, a little plastic Nemo. because Pixar, Pixar ball. Loves to reference their next movie. Yes. She's got the Pixar ball in there. And, yeah, Sully has to say goodbye. Uh, and there's a, there's a bit where uh, he closes the closet door, and she gets out of bed and runs over to the opening again, and there's just <laughs> no. nothing there. It's just a closet. Um, and Roz shreds the door. And he, she's like, I'm sorry, but it's got to be this way. So, yeah, as, the, as they walk out, uh, Monsters, Inc. Is, is going under. They have ruined their... their <laughs> they have, like, ruined the, uh, the, the scare economy. Yeah. The energy crisis is only going to get worse. And, and, and Mike is like, well, you know, other than all of that and the angry mob that will eventually come after us because we can't power anything anymore, things went pretty well. Uh, if only there was some way we could get energy other than scaring kids, and 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 Sully has a fucking brain blast. It's like, oh wait, I know a thing. Duh. Yeah. So we get then we get the scene with with Mike doing his fucking stand up for this extremely confused God. kid. Um, and it's, none of it is landing because this kid is like seven. Uh, so if it, so Mike is just like, all right, fine. You, I know what you want. I, you, this lowest common denominator garbage. So he swallows the microphone and burps it out, and that gets a big laugh. Um, In fairness, quite funny. Pretty funny. So yeah, they uh, they are just they have moved over to from from scarers to jokesters. 
Ooh. And this is like, yeah, this is the the fucking clean energy. Whereas, yeah, no one gets hurt by this. It's way more effective. Yeah. Um, I guess the only people who get hurt by this are the people who, uh, you know, slam their balls onto chairs for the entertainment <laughs> of children. Um, they know what they're signing up so, for, though. Damn it. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Monster jackass, basically, is what's happening. Oh my here. god. Monster jackass for kids. So yeah, they uh. So much more powerful as energy source. Sully is the new manager. You know, he, he's he's in control. I don't know if he's in control of the company, but he's certainly running the scare floor. Or, excuse me, uh, laugh floor, joke floor. Um, there is a joke on the board, uh, today's joke, and it reads, The doctor says to the patient, what seems to be the problem? The patient raises his arm and says, it hurts when I do this. And I guess, oh, yeah. you know, there's obviously a finishing line where the doctor says, well, don't do that. It's um, got to be, yeah. But it's cut off, and so yeah, they they we just get a good montage. A lot of the uh, we we see a lot of the the scarers, the 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 shitty scarers from that training class are are doing much better as jokesters. Yeah. Um, a lot of the the former scarers have moved to an assistant position where where a lot of the former assistants are going in there and making them laugh. And so we see that Sully has taped a shard of Boo's door to his clipboard. <laughs> and, and sort of yeah, he's got that thing. and, like, her picture of him, I think. Yes. And uh, this is when Mike... Uh, we also see... Uh, that we, we forgot to mention... Yeah, Celia and Mike make up in the movie. It's it's kind of a small plot. But she kind of helps them out uh, when they're running from Randall. Where uh, she announces that Randall has broken the fucking scare record. And so a bunch of people mob him yeah. to congratulate him. Um, cause he tells her what's going on finally. And, uh, she, she, she forgives him and all of that gets kisses from her and all of her snakes. But yeah, so Mike <laughs> comes up. He's like, yeah, we have a surprise for you, Sully. <clears throat> so he, uh, he brings Sully over to, uh, to a, uh, uh, one of the, uh, the simulator, I think. And they have the door. They have reconstructed Boo's door. They it's just missing one piece. Missing one piece. So Sully plugs it in and he opens it and you just hear Kitty. I know. What a lovely ending. And that's Monsters. Apparently, just a, apparently there was right? a sequel planned at some point that was going to take place. I guess like a few years later, it had um, Boo as like and it's an adolescent, which is. Teen, I guess. Just, just fucking say teen. Apparently, it would have been I like. Liked um, that. Apparently, it would have been like they go to visit her, but it turns out she's moved, so they get stuck in the human world looking for her or something. That's, that's a much better sequel than Monsters University, honestly. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Like, I get I the reason. Understand. The, the reason they ended up not was um, I forgot the guy's name. Whoever it was that was in charge of this one was like, no, I want to just leave their ending the way that it is basically oh, which is fair pete but yeah no <laughs> do what uh was it pete doctor who is the director of this he also directed uh, I um, think so. inside out and a few other okay. Pixar movies so yeah that's uh that's monsters Inc. it's a it's a fun little movie uh i had, I had a really good time rewatching it i think it holds up in the writing at least uh the the animation hit or miss but you know that's just how <laughs> it is with these old pixar movies uh, we got questions, don't we? We do. We have quite a few. We didn't get any on. We didn't get any on Twitter. But Discord, 
Let's see here. Let me open it up. Let's open up this fucking pit of questions. Yeah, the question um, pit. First one here from Casey. Have you seen the Michael Mouse streaming service series? Any <laughs> thoughts on it? I presume she's talking about... Uh, uh, yeah, mon- Monsters at Work. Monsters at Work. I think it's kind of superfluous, but I like the. I think the concept of a guy who spent his life getting a degree for an oil and gas job showing up on the first day to learn his job to switch to solar power is very funny. That is true. That is a good yeah, setup for that's, that. That's pretty much my thought on it, too. Um, it picks up, like, basically the next fucking day after that's they wild. ousted water news. Yeah, for as much time as this past, it's weird to see. But like it's like the Psychonauts two thing, right? Where it's been in the real life, it's in real life, it's been fifteen years or whatever since the first game. But Psychonauts two picks up also literally the next day. Ugh. Uh, Why do so you yeah, guys do this like, to me? It's weird. It's weird having sequels so far after their original, but still have to be like in the timeline. They're they're very they're very close. Yeah, I haven't watched I haven't watched any Disney Plus streaming show. Uh, but that one looks like it might be fun. It's like, you know, The Office, but with monsters. Sure, I could yeah. get behind that. I caught up on Owl House, so I decided to go ahead and start watching it, like, the other night. Next, from Flutterdark. Uh, how did no one in this movie do research on other emotions from humans that produce energy? I guess, like... I you feel know like what? they probably it's, did. It was, it was fucking Waternoose suppressing it, right? He's the oil Honestly, executive yeah. who was, like paying people off to shut down their fucking research or like getting rid of that shit yeah no exactly like i feel like there probably were people exactly looking into that shit but then like they uh the show mentions a couple other like i guess scream factories or something as like rivals so yeah like the scream industry in general was just like nah we're sticking with the screams secondly in the same r&d section that apparently didn't exist how didn't they figure out that kids aren't toxic to monsters? I get not wanting humans running around, but they treat a sock like it's radioactive. Yeah, I don't, I don't that know where, I got where, where that myth. Yeah, I don't know where that myth came came from. I guess it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, maybe it was to prevent the exact thing that happens in this movie from happening, where a monster bonds with a child and learns about the power of laughter. Waterers can't be having that shit, right? It probably is, yeah, exactly that. And then just society in general running with it. And on a lighter note, do you think that there is a business that uses doors in the wild, like that exile door, for vacations? Oh, 100%. One, there's an episode of the show where that happens. Um, those, the two idiot, like, intern guys that have, like, the stereotypical, like, teen, teenager voice. Were they voiced got... by the same guy? Because they, they sound are. like they're literally the same. That's funny. That's pretty I funny. I forgot the dude's name, but yeah, he voices both of them. And apparently these dudes yeah, have like the... picked up like a bunch of decommissioned doors for like an abandoned ship that's been sunk and crap like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, there's a that's a good that's a good joke for yeah, just like a bunch of fucking yeah, like abandoned places they can hang out in. Yeah, which I do. Like, in just the fact that it leads to just real-world cryptid sightings. Oh, no, yeah, it's just Monsters on Vacation. Oh, I'd actually watch so, that, Monsters yeah. on Vacation. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Uh, Alex Newman, my question. Is Sully hot? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel this like is something we're going to have to live with. He's like a Dilf. Yeah, he's, he's, he's hot. He's got that John Goodman voice. I mean, obviously, the hottest monster in the movie is Roz, but, you know. I mean... He's, he's a... <laughs> 
That was a good second place. Oh my god, Roz. And so, obviously, she can't be around anymore because she was number one of the CDA, so I guess she's got other stuff. So they sent her twin sister, Rose, to fill her old position. That's that's excellent. Did she's exactly the same. Horny, baby. Oh, oh no. What is the fur uh, from Yusuf? What's the furry equivalent in the Monsters Inc. world? Uh, it's people wearing fucked up human mascot suits. Yeah. And like, I uh, guess it's basically Ida from the Owl House, where they just collect garbage. Yeah, you know, I guess right? so, huh? Just have there's like human culture enthusiasts just wearing like a like a fucking fake human suit to walk around the human world. Calling them fleshies. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible word to even say. Another one from Casey. Got any favorite monsters from fiction? Favorite fiction? Because that that, that, that that category is so broad. Like, what what yeah. is a monster really? When you think about it, uh, I guess Godzilla. I do love. I do love the big yeah. G. Do like a a big kaiju. Um, if we. If we can count um, what we do in the shadows, just all of the vampires or the main core group of vampires and that are all very good. See, I think I think vampires aren't monsters. I think monsters have to be like distinctly inhuman. God, you're, that's true. Um, then yeah, I'm gonna go and back up to Kaiju then. <laughs> if you had a door, and also the second half of this question from Casey, if you had a doorway that could link to any one place, what would it be? Ha! Huh. Some are cold. Yeah. I can just pop in there whenever I want in the summer and then chill out. Like a nice winter cabin, fully stocked. That sounds nice right about now. <laughs> if I could rig it up so that it always just led to the other side of the room that I happened to be in at the time, just to fuck with people, that would also be fun. Pretty good. Um, hypothetically, could there be humans that could enter the monster world if they wanted to? And that is uh, Yusuf. Uh, yeah. I think so. If you I gotta, figure yeah. out... What's going on? Like, obviously, uh, it's a bunch of kids who are, are being scared at slash laughed, so they don't really get it. But an adult could figure out how to get in there. I yeah, bet. there's got to be, like, at least one Crocker-style adult that's that saw yeah. monsters as a kid and just got stuck on it. Or Becoming if you go... Obsessed with finding yeah. the truth. Or if you go with the uh, Pixar Universe out. explanation, boo... Ultimately, spends her life trying to recreate doors. Wild. Um, Casey also asks favorite background monster from the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. There, uh, so they're honestly also very good monsters. I'm going to choose to believe say that this has to be a monster with like either no speaking line, no names, barely any speaking lines. Oh well, the one that I, I picked th- does have a name technically. What is it? Her, uh, her, they named her Marge. Uh, it says that she's voiced by someone, but I don't remember her ever talking. She doesn't even have a mouth. It's that one that's like just a little pink like slug just with two tentacles that she like slaps and then kind of yes. drags herself around I with. Do, I do like that one. That's a good, that is a very good one. Yeah. Um, it, like, it says that she's voiced by Mickey McGowan. I don't remember her ever saying anything. For sure. yeah, I don't remember... She doesn't have a mouth. I I do like the guy on the fucking newscast talking about mind powers. Oh yeah, he looks. He is so uh, like 
he's a he's like a slug man. He's totally a fucking man on the street New York guy, or like a like a fucking Southern guy, yeah. just made into monster <laughs> form. Pretty good. Uh, and I believe yeah, that is all our questions. Yes, that is the last one. Uh, so plugs. I got a few plugs to do. Um, so yeah, I'm near. You can find me at Dragons Major on Twitter. Uh, you can find the Shira podcast that I do with Jane, or did. It's, it's over now. We've recorded everything mm. for it. Um, we just have to get it edited and get it out there at Podcast to Power. Uh, you can find our next project, the uh, comprehensive Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> campaign and analysis podcast, Radio Free Heidelin, over at Heidelin Radio. And that is, of course, spelled H-Y-D-A-E-L-Y-N Radio. And you can find my next project with uh, host of Pot of, co-host of Pot of Greed, Audrey, over at Prime Cuts Pod. Yeah, a non-linear exploration of the Transformers franchise's history on television. Uh, we're going to be starting that up in October, uh, and we're going to be starting with the 2002 anime series Transformers Armada which is both of our introductions to Transformers. Okay. Uh, you can find me at uh, Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, but with my name. I have a dad joke Twitter at dad underscore tastic, where I've been doing worse and worse here lately at actually posting jokes. But I'm trying to get better. And then uh, the Disney Minus Twitter er, is at Disney Minus Pod. All right, what are we doing for movie choice? Are we gonna are we gonna hit the RNG or am I gonna have to figure out what I what, I, I haven't been thinking about what I want to choose next? So I gotta I, I'll be put on the spot. No, I posted into our chat. Cat uh, did uh, get back to us. She said that she picked uh, the Lion King. Oh, the Lion King. Yeah. The original, not the 2019 Lion King. Yeah, no, like, the original, the original, the good one. Yeah, no. All right, yeah. So next week, Lion King. Looking forward to that. Haven't watched that movie in a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a bit. So until next time, of course, always remember, never trust either crabs or chameleons, and fuck Disney. Fuck Disney, fuck capitalists, never trust any, either of those. 